both ears are working. Both we, ears are working. We're um we're professional now because we've got matching matching headsets, isn't that cool? That's- Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 205, I think, of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name is Sam. I'm Chris. And I don't have any device in front of me right now, so I can't look up any notes. My phone is on charge, and I can't be bothered getting the iPad. So, Chris will be leading this. I think I only, to be honest... God save us all. No, to be, to be honest, I've had a full-on week with uh, different stuff, and uh, which I won't talk about, but... Uh, I have not really been keeping an eye on anything at all, and today I was in a work meeting all day, training day apparently, and oh my god. Uh, they fed us though, so that was good. Yeah, I've been um, flat out at work. It started to build up for Christmas. Uh, I have tomorrow off. It is my birthday tomorrow, as we record this. When you listen to this, Chris will already have passed the magic age of 73. <laughs> That's right, eh? <laughs> yeah, close enough. No, close it must, enough. must be 51. <laughs> if you go into the archives at the Chris and Sam podcast.com, ch- uh, type in the search bar, I'm guessing, birthday or something, you'll find uh, last year's episode that we 50, did about yeah. Chris turning 50 oh, and God. how that was. Let's talk about that. So, since you, you know, you're almost basically you're 51 now, how do you feel the last year has been since uh, you turned the big 5-0? Are you feeling more positive about life in general? No, actually the opposite. Um, I think a lot of that is to do with... <laughs> okay. With, with, I've never had so stressful a job in my entire life. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah, uh, and I think that... I mean, you know, so I don't think age has any no, no, real no, no, impact no, no, on no. that. It's just... Except maybe they've trusted me to do this job because I'm older. Um, and that's the only that's the only way I could say that. But on the other hand, I've got to say, and, and I don't know, this is... This could come across as bragging, or it could come across as just sad. I don't know. Go. But I have a game controller that I'm working to master now. I've never used a game controller in my life. I did not think he was going to say that. So what I was going to say before we get back to the game controller, I'll steer you back back towards where we're going. So in the last year, you've been to Melbourne for work for a food thing. You've been to Noosa for a film festival. Yeah, I. it was over a year ago that I went to Nevada. But that's it. No, no. I'm talking in the last year. Nevada. Okay. I'm not talking about your trips. Oh, okay, all right. I'm just all trying right. to think, make you think about all the good things you've done in the last year. Okay. Is all what right. I'm going to say. Uh, you helped out on oh, definitely Blink, the short film. Yep. You've been on... The this, TEDx was amazing. Oh, TEDx, TEDx of course. was huge highlight. And it was the best TEDx we'd done and the best bunch of speakers. We've uh, I'm pretty certain Chris has been on Zero Dates. Uh, oh, you're right. I hadn't counted, but... Yeah, I've just counted up now, and you're right, zero. I I was going (laughs) to... Hang on. I've just got to to do this long-form mathematics or pull out the old... um, Uh, Where's that app? I've got an app for that. No, pull out the old... uh, Abacus, the the, slide rule. The other thing you've got from 20 years ago. Oh, the the Scion. Scion, is it? Uh, (laughs) But I was going to say... So Facebook does tell you when your friends are going to an event, and apparently you were going to a singles night, which I assume you didn't go to. No, no, there was a singles night. And, and I was going to ask you what I, that was I about. I jumped on it and went, oh, damn, it's it's the day after I... It was the day I went to... 
Australia. Oh, I was in Australia. Oh, so I missed a singles okay. event. That's good. I so thought, it went I'd... over 40 singles event. I thought, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Look out for another one. Look forward to an update. Uh, but yeah, tomorrow uh, on my birthday, I'm going to Red Carpet event. It's redcarpet.tv, I think. Yes, sounds um, good. It's in Auckland. Um, yeah. Guy from the Guy and Harley I podcast. A new shirt on the way home today. Oh, fancy. Guy from the. Oh, fancy. A, a fat shirt because I've got fat. And I don't fit any of my other shirts. I think it. Yeah. I think it's. Uh, I think you're supposed to say I got a shirt that uh, looks good on me, not <laughs> yeah, that, a fat I mean. shirt. No, well, that's but, what I meant. But guy from the Guy and Harley podcast, he helps out with the Red TV. Yeah, there's uh, red a great, carpet. great photo of him with a couple of incredibly attractive women. Um, so I'm really scared. I'm going to not fit in well function with this. at all not function fit in well uh, no like you'll be sore fun. thumb no but anyway that's cool you'll got to, you'll be a character face type of person they want to talk to you they're like that man has some stories i bet and you're like i do it's all on a podcast that i make in a garage in hamilton yeah listen to the b1 so this week was um for someone that hasn't got anything written down i am talking a lot but that's okay hey we do uh it's Black Friday sales tomorrow for a lot of things, but PB- around the world, yes, around the world. But PB Tech has theirs a week early. I don't know. Yeah, they want and to then they jump had- on it, spend your money with them first. So I you think can't spend so. It the week but then they had Cyber Monday, and Chris and uh, myself were on there buying stuff like crazy yeah, people. So I got my gamepad controller. So, so I've been playing Rocket League, as I may have mentioned once or a million times, or I may podcast. have hassled Chris about it a few times. <laughs> um, but I have always been a keyboard game player. I have never used a controller. Controllers confuse the crap out of Chris. Like he, he just he, people hand him one, and he. He's just like, I don't know. Yeah, I totally. And um, some of you may remember me talking about Armageddon a couple of years ago where I used the VR headset. They gave me a controller, put the headset on my ha- head, put a controller in my hands, Not and good. I couldn't move the, the rocket. I was flying a rocket, and all I could do is spin around and shoot, but I couldn't go forward or backwards or, or side to side. And it wasn't until they took the handle off, uh, the helmet off, that I went, oh, it's got little joysticks, st- joysticks on it. So that's how bad I am. So to up Chris's uh, Rocket League gaming... You are like the pro Rocket League gamers, and I was really surprised actually. So, you see them all crowd around computers at these big events, but their hands are actually under the table with controllers. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Chris has decided to take the lunge. Oh, plunge, and yeah. Plunge, lunge, and get a lot better at Rocket League to. Um, well, apparently, you've got to start by getting a lot worse. So I'm trying to drive around. At the moment, I'm just using the driving, uh, the drifting, and the jump and ignoring the rocket. I'm not using boost at all. No, no, that's a good um, idea. Good just idea. in the training thing Build with up the ball it. and no other people. Um, and, yeah, it's so difficult to retrain your brain to do that. But I make a lot of progress. So I've just been, for the last hour, I think, listening to a podcast. How do I listen to the podcast? Just moving the car around the field, yeah. hitting a ball, while I'm more concentrating on the podcast. So that's been really good. So Chris got new headphones, which you probably hear right at the start of the podcast, so he's very happy that he can hear out of both ears. It's very yeah, important. Yeah, it's good to know that both ears are working. And, and for 10 bucks or whatever, they're pretty good headphones. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Panasonic. And uh, we both got new mice. Yeah, and- I got an eBlue. And you got an expensive thing. Uh, yeah, I got a Logitech MX Pro, I think it is, S2. Check that out. Yeah, the wireless Logitech controller is what I got, the game controller. Yes. And, yep, if you're into productivity, check out that mouse. Uh, We've both got mouse pads, and then I got this 10-port USB thing that I've managed to fill up with eight things already. 
Wow. Because uh, I was telling uh, our flatmate number four or whatever he is. Um, <laughs> yeah. What? No, X-Man. X-Man. I was telling him about that, and he goes, what's he going to plug into it? And I said, oh, I don't know. He's going to get a card reader. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, I got everything plugged into it. It's actually reasonably a bit tidier now. I highly recommend, uh, yeah. Yeah, if, if you've got a spare hundred you're lying around. Yeah, that's right. Go, go get a 10-port USB hub. Uh, but you'll have to wait until next Cyber Monday because now it'll cost you 150 Something like that. Yeah. So anyway, anyway okay, what, what's so been happening? to talk about kipus. Kipus? Kipus. What's that? Is it a Maori word? No. Oh. It's an Incan word, actually. How does it spell? I'm trying to imagine I'm not this. going to... I didn't write down how it's spelled. I wrote do down you... how you write it, how you say it. <laughs> now, hang on. Have you? Did you hear this on your... Be- no, no. I did read it. It's K-I-P-H-I-U. Okay. So K- we're 90% certain it's Kipu. Uh, they said this is how you pronounce okay, it. Okay, good. And I wrote no, down... No, that's good. Because I knew good. I was going to be saying it. And I, I, well, I better you know, write down how I've, I'm going to say it. I've, I've done 204 episodes of this <laughs> podcast with you, Chris. I know how it goes. Okay, so Kipus, I, I thought this was fascinating. I've got a link here, um, which I'm not going to open, because as we know, my phone doesn't like opening links when I'm recording but, anything. But the link will be on the show notes at the com forward slash EP205. Correct. So um, so the Incans had this huge empire, and it was quite tech. Like, one of the things that I, I never forgot I learned when I was quite yeah. young was they did brain surgery. Really? And, yeah, they uh, removed – so the biggest threat, I think, to uh, Incans was falling because <laughs> they had all those steep yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. So things okay. falling on them or them falling, right? Okay. And so they had a lot of head trauma. And they uh, they found, and I, I learned this when I was eighteen or something like that. They found a load of uh, skulls where they had obviously had a problem. They've cut a hole, a circular, yeah. obviously really neat hole, and they put gold plate over the hole, and the skin would have grown back over oh. it. Um, but they probably didn't. Oh yeah, no, they would have had a scar. It might have grown patches of hair or something. But yeah, they did brain surgery. Okay. Yeah. Uh, back then, which so is very, just mind-blowing. Very right? advanced. Yeah, very advanced. But the thing was that they never had a written language. So, like, how can they have this huge empire, which is uh, in many ways comparable to the Roman Empire, right? Yeah. Because it had a bunch of different cultures, different languages, assimilated into the same empire. Wow. And no written language. Until they realised these kipus were a language, so what these are, uh, and on the sh- um, show notes uh, in that <laughs> link, you'll see photos of them. It's like a, a string with lots of be- uh, braids coming off it, okay. and they are uh, strings with knots on them. Yeah, yeah. And they worked out how they tie the knots to show the different numbers. So ah. knots were numbers. And for a long time, they thought it, that was all it was was the tallies of grain or whatever. Like almost yeah. like an abacus, if you okay. like. But yeah, on that's, what that's what I'm picturing in my head. Yeah, but they've worked out that it's way different than that. It's way more complicated, and it is actually they think a 3D language. So what does that I, mean? I, I tell you, no, I'm, I'm like I'm 3D language. You. I know I'm teasing you with this language thing. So not only do the colours matter. And where the knots are on the string and yeah. the shape of knots, because there's different oh my, types yeah. and twists, yeah. but there are 93 different 
animal products used in those that they think have you feel them, the texture's different. Oh my gosh. And they think you feel the texture to work out the meaning. And they think these tell stories. And so they're trying to um, work this out. It, it just blows my mind, right? Because we have learned in one really format. format, but one linear format. Yeah. We learn for, you know, from the Roman numerals or whatever, the acrylics and all that, and we've in Arabic, and we've basically got something from that. And that's just one way of thinking. Yeah. These guys had no inkling of that symbolism. So they just created something that, in a way that worked for them. But what they think is that these kipus worked in every language because it was like a whole other language. So you spoke whatever Aztec, Incan, whatever yeah, Mayan your, your dialects that you're in, yeah. but everybody knew how to read these because they were a whole different way of thinking. Huh. So I, I thought that was fascinating. I just wanted to share that. Interesting. That's, that's huge. Hey, did I write something talking about kipu or poo in general? Did I write wombat poo on there? On that list? You did. I did. Cool. So they've um so wombats are the only animal that poo cubes. You know that, eh? No. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Is that where Qbert comes from? You don't even know what Qbert is, do you? It sounds familiar. It was a it was a But game. I can't place it. It was a, a oh, old there's... school game and it's like one of the first three D images. It's oh two. no, no, no. Yeah, no, Qbert yeah. is in the movie um uh the Adam Sandler is it Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler and the game people come to life, and Cubit comes out. I don't know that. Movie. Oh, you should watch that. It's, I definitely want to watch. It's that. different. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so they mark their territory and they do it on rocks and all over the place and they have these weird cube shaped poos and they can like stack them. It's like they go boop. Here's a poo. Boop, boop. So now, with it, at, at the risk of being gross, yeah. do they stack them by? Um, I don't know the, where they carefully squat, or do they manu- manipulate I it manually? Didn't get into that. <laughs> so what they've done, uh, I, I read the story and I assume it's just what come out. Crap cubes. That's just so I already. Oh I already knew that. I didn't know that. But now they've worked out how it's done. Okay. <laughs> so this person, as you do, has had a few frozen wombats in their uh, freezer that were roadkill. Oh right. Okay. I'll and they've sent them. Somewhere, I'm sure they sent them overseas, and the scientist has cut them open and looked at their intestines and all this stuff. And they have a high fiber diet, and it's quite dry. And as it moves through, the intestine has different shapes uh, and sizing. And as it goes through, it gets shaped until it gets right to the end, and it just pops out as a cube. Wow! I'll have a link to the whole story on the Christmas Sam podcast uh, Facebook uh, wow. website. Wow, that's amazing. So I wanted to talk about, because um, <clears throat> I haven't heard much about Trump this week or the last couple of days. I've been way too busy to even to listen to BBC um, podcasts. To oh, be I, I vaguely heard the thing you're going to talk about, I think. I don't know if you did. Oh, uh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, one the, of them. The Rake, Rake America Great Again. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag Rake America yeah, Great Again. Yeah, I saw that. Hashtag Rake the Forest. Yeah. Um, I actually wrote that down later. Um, but it, it's funny because it um, it sort of is somewhat related. Oh. But yes, so, so most people will have heard that story by now that uh, Trump's going on about how Finland doesn't have an issue because they rake their the floor, the floor they, of their forest, not the ground. And that's to do the with floor. the fires, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, but what I wanted to talk about, and, and there's a really good little short doco thing uh, on Facebook um, that I shared per- on my personal page, so you may have seen that if you were on my 
my personal one, but um, I might share it. We'll share it to the uh, yep the 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 we'll Chris and Sam it. podcast one. But basically, um, California's got a whole bunch of prisoners that fight fires. Yes, and so they, you know, they train properly. They go out. There's they work in teams of anywhere from I think I forget what it was now, but something from six to sixteen, um, and they're in there like they had this film guy go with them. Yeah, yeah. And for starters, some of them can, are pretty scary looking guys. I bet. But it doesn't matter how scary looking you are. You're in the face of one of those wildfires, and they're like um, cutting the grass back, and you know, like yep. hacking, hacking back the bush yep. and stuff like that. And there's sparks raining oh, down. Yep. It's like holy crap! So, I thought it was really cool. First of all, for them, that almost well, they've got nothing to lose except their lives. But you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's good. It gives them some camaraderie. Gives them some real skills. They're a value to society. That's right. Um, they had um, they saved uh, a part of a township or something, and this woman went and hugged every one of them because it saved their house and stuff. And so, yeah, I think it's a really cool thing. I just yeah. thought it was really good. I, and, and it's something you'll never hear Trump talk about. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, was, isn't, is it that story or someone talking about that story saying, isn't this modern-day slavery? No, there's a bunch of... Was that of, just a clickbait headline? No, well, because um, I think our friends in the dollop have said that a few times. But that is what happened. So slavery was abolished uh, in the US back in the 18-whatever-it-was. Okay. And yeah, yeah. It was 18-something, yeah. Sounds good. And, um, and then they, they suddenly ran out of all these people to do stuff. So they Congress passed a law that said... If you are a convicted felon, then you can be used used to do uh. this stuff. And so they went around and uh, just arrested a load of black people that were slaves uh. for things like vagrancy. Oh, what's that? Well, it's a law we just made up. You don't have anywhere to live. Well, of course I don't. I was a slave. Well, guess what? Now you're in prison. Uh, and you can uh, make number plates or whatever it was then. On a side note, I have NZQA qualifications on uh, fighting forest fire, starting a mobile forestry pump, uh, applying foam to a forestry fire, and something else to do with fighting fires. So there we nice. go. So if you're stuck in the bush and you need someone to start a mobile forestry pump and then insert a giant tube of soap, which is basically what it is, into this tube thing... I have the qualification to do that. Um, why do you put the soap in there? For make foam. I was just going to say to make the yeah. It's a clean fire. No, no. <laughs> uh, cover more surface with less water. Oh, okay. And, and, and does and, it stick to it so it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Because water would just it evaporate. Evaporate otherwise, mm, but, but if you stick, yeah, the yeah, foam. So foam okay. goes everywhere, and they use. So that's why the uh, like firefighting trucks. Uh, if. It's real interesting. So the firefighting trucks at airports will spray foam because they're spraying onto petrol and stuff, but that means they can use less water and do more coverage. And then you'll come across a normal firefighting truck. I don't know how many of them are now. They're called a CAF truck, compressed air foam. And they have a little tiny fire hose. And if you're not careful, it'll lift you right off the ground. It's way more powerful than just water. You have, oh, to, have, wow. you have to have two of you on it on the end of it. Yeah, real full on. Oh, wow. But real fun. But... um. Hey, um, I know we talked about this, but 
my god, this earphones are so much better. It's like a different world. It is, eh? <laughs> I, know, I knew you'd be like that. Look at look at Chris oh my god, that's updating awesome. stuff. Now, actually, now, just, now hang the, on. The cape. The, oh, yeah. Hang on. I just want to state that the headphones that he that don't work properly, he's just bundled up and left them outside X Man's bloody room. Who's excited to have some headphones? And he goes, "What brand are they?" I'm like, "Brand? They don't." He brand. should have got a ten dollar <laughs> pair of these Panasonics, and he would have been better off. Just saying. Well, no, he wants a microphone, and that one's got microphone. Okay, I don't know if it works. <laughs> <laughs> it might just be there for show. Those tricky Chinese. Well, it's actually starting to come apart. You know, oh, the glue's it is. Come apart, it is. So, it's the yeah. worst. Anyway, what have I put on there? Uh, the KG is changing. Oh, another interesting fact. The uh, International Board of um, whatever, scientific people, uh, they have... Oh, I really need to look at the story, to be honest, but check it out. But basically, since 18-whenever, or a long time ago, they've had a cubic... Piece of platinum. It was a platinum? I'm pretty sure it was. Okay, we'll go with platinum. And that has been the actual measurement for a kilogram, and they've had to keep it in I think it was a gram. They didn't have a kilogram of platinum. They had a gram of platinum. Hmm. I'm pretty sure it was only a gram. I now want to look this story out really badly <laughs> that I might have to pause this thing and go. Because I'm Cause sure... a kilogram's a hell of a lot of platinum to just be... That's why I don't think it's platinum, and I'm sure it was a kilogram they were saying. But what they've done is they've now decided to change the measurement of kilogram. And do you know what they're using to measure it? Oh, it's like some mathematical formula with atoms or something, isn't it? It's a mathematical formula, and, and I don't, I don't understand why they reckon but it's the it's they, it's, it's to use um, electricity to create a a um, a magnetic field that will float that amount of metal, and I'm like, what? Why? It, and and so it's something to do with the energy. Uh, needed to create something to float, and that is the weight that they're going to call the gram. Actually, that's what I understood it to be. But I was listening to the BBC uh, at the time, so I didn't actually read that. I listened to it. Okay. So somewhere between my explanation and Chris's explanation <laughs> is what actually is happening. So I, yeah. I, I don't... Like, if you're using our podcast as your means of information, um, good luck to you. But Yeah, you may as well be re- reading a key so, so basically, <laughs> to these bunch of guys, they have been fighting to get this changed for like 20 years. And they've changed everything now. So they've changed all the formulas or the measurements for... Um, electrical measurement and all sorts and it's to standardize it all but apparently it doesn't actually affect us as normal human beings uh it's to do when oh i wish i could read the article now we'll try it on your phone but it won't work oh we can try it. okay so uh the it's it's called the metal cylinders called Legrand grand k and it defines the kilogram oh okay and it's been around since 1879 and there's an ad trying to get me to buy something and so you were right it's a kilogram, not a gram. Yeah. Does it say what it's made out of? Oh, just a metal cylinder. Cool. So these people have voted um, to change the defined several units. And the reason that they want to... I think our problem isn't so much our equal as we had very different sources. <laughs> okay. No, honestly, because that's not giving any of the information that I heard from the BBC World 
these so yeah all, all the definitions that we call the fundamental constants of nature blah 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 includes the speed of light the charge of electrons and all this stuff people won't me- me- notice the switch but meteorologists or metrologists sorry say the change will put precision measurements on a firmer foundation for example it'll be easier to measure masses that are much smaller than a kilogram a feature that could be useful for tasks like doling out very small quantities of pharmaceuticals anyway all right, there so if you're a drug dealer, this might impact you. It might impact you. You might have to check up on your little uh, ounce bags or whatever you got. What, what was Dime that bags. thing you were telling me about yesterday with the uh, <laughs> fentanyl? Yeah, so I read all sorts of random stories. Some make it to the podcast, some don't. Some just make it to Chris. Uh, basically, in America, they were talking about fentanyl, which is a very uh, powerful drug, and there's another drug way more powerful than fentanyl. And they were at some sort of drug convention sort of thing. And this guy goes, oh, yeah, I take the other drug. And everyone's they're like really, really mentally. And they're like, what do you mean? You should be dead. Like, if we only ever see this drug turn up in people after an autopsy. And he says, oh, no, no, no. I, uh, I water it down with a saline solution to an exact amount. And I buy $250 worth of this drug. And it lasts me for three months. And I don't need to go try and find a hit. And I don't need to spend 100 bucks a day on fentanyl. So they reckon that potentially... If they can do this properly and people can figure out the dosage of fentanyl and uh, basically split it out, uh, they will the whole market will drop out of it. Yeah. And people should be a bit safer. Yeah, yeah. And it, they won't be going so mad on the... Um, what else did we have on there, Chris? Uh, I, I had something that I'd put on the week before. Uh, let's have a look because I've lost it now because you were on my phone. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's uh, right. Non photos. Oh, yeah. That sounds intense. It's a non photosynthetic. So you can't, if you can't photos- say the word. I've, I've only had two glasses of wine. Non photosynthetic food source from Finland. Actually, okay. that is quite a tongue twister. It is. Um, you'd be bad if you couldn't, if you had a lisp. Anyway, uh, a non-photosynthetic yeah. food source from Finland. And so this is huge in, in a way. So um, this is a couple of weeks ago that I put this in, so I'm really struggling to remember. So basically what happens is everything that we eat in one form or another comes from the sun. So even animals have eaten grass yeah, that okay. is grown from yeah. photosynthesis. That makes sense. Uh, so what they have created is this bacteria that grows f- without any sunshine at all from electricity. So they can grow food, uh, protein, a protein supplement. Now, this is great for traveling through space into the great beyond yes. and stuff like that, right? Okay, that, yeah, because yeah. oh, I was so, just yeah, wondering yeah. why would yeah. you bother? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So for that sort of thing, um, and it, it, it just gives us a, a new option as an, a brand new thing. So I thought that was pretty cool. So I just threw that in there. Very good. Okay, so in terms of that, we are, oh, we only had fat people on a plane left. Have you heard that story? Yeah, tell me about it because. Um, so I heard it on the the because um, I've podcast. got I've got a story about it too. I had I heard it on the uh, BBC and then um, Vaughan and Megan and whoever it is on the. How were you listening to them? Um, I, the guy next to me. At work. I listen to my podcast. <laughs> 
through my earphones, and he puts that radio station okay, on so speakers. Chris, Chris, so he's a tash. Chris got a bit of brain cancer from listening to ZM. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, yeah. And they, they go, oh, I've got three. They do the story time, and it's like, there's three headlines. Which headline do you want? Um, and I'm like, don't pick that one because I already know the story. And they pick that one, which is the fat man on a plane. Um, so basically, uh, some English guy got on a plane. I think it was from Hong Kong to the UK. It was a 12-hour flight, whatever. Yep. Okay. He was on a plane next to someone the size of Jonah Lomu. That's okay. how they put it. Yep. Um, and uh, he is suing the airline for, from memory, it was like 10,000 pounds. Of course. Um, because he has suffered from that. He was put, forced into an unnatural position, and he has suffered uh, um, pain since. Um, of course, if he was in America, he would have sued for millions, but there you go. That's what I was just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so um, I don't know whether that will go down well. Um, one thing that the... ZM guys didn't say that BBC did say, which I thought was interesting that you'll find appreciate, you will appreciate. Okay. Um, basically, there is no airline in the world that will do much about this except Air France. So if you want more space, the only way to get around it really is to buy two seats. But yeah. you're paying twice as much, right? Two tickets. Yeah, totally. You know? That's right. But if you do that on an Air France flight yeah. and you say, oh, I'm buying two tickets because I want some space. Yeah. And then when you land, so you've paid for it, when you land, if the plane was not full, they will reimburse you the second seat. That's really cool. Yeah. So, uh, wait, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I think I cut you off. Yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, so, uh, obviously, years ago, there was the big thing with Kevin Smith uh, trying to fly, and they wouldn't let him uh, because he was too big. That's I big, did not know that. Oh, look that up. It's massive. And he swore he'd never fly whatever that airplane was. And I oh, think he, I, I think he may that. have talked about it in his show. And they they were making him buy a second seat. Oh, but wow. they they made him move as well. They said you can't sit there and all this sort of stuff. But the story I read this week was a guy was taking. I think he was talking about the size of a toilet in an airplane, and he wasn't overly tall. Like he might have been five foot eleven, maybe six foot or something. I'm not sure. And he could barely fit in there. And they were saying, oh, no, they've upgraded all the toilets on one of the American airlines to that model. And when you look up that model on the toilet manufacturer's website, they're like, you put this in, you get an extra six seats on the airplane. Yeah. Because it's um, so yeah, tiny. Because uh, I think it was the end of that BBC broadcast, they, was, they were talking about it. And it turns out that the late, yeah, they're like, oh, so are people going to get more space? And it's like, no, the latest... I don't think it was an Airbus. I think it was a Boeing. The latest Boeing, they've worked out how to get another 40 seats on it. Oh, it's stupid. So it's getting stupid. smaller and smaller, tighter and tighter. Yep. So, yeah. So uh, it's terrible. Well, it is and it isn't. Like, you know, 100 years ago, the chances of you going back to the UK to see some family or something was a bit of a mission, right? Yeah. I know mum came out as 16-year-old. They immigrated out here yep. from the UK. It took her three months on a boat. Yeah. Four yeah. months, something like that. Had to go through the Panama Canal and all that sort of thing. Crazy. Um, so, you know, like, okay, you're uncomfortable for 12 hours, but you get there in 12 hours. Like, it's sort of still a miracle. So, you know, and it's, I, and it's within your budget. 
Oh yeah, totally it is. But I mean, you look at uh, look up old airplane photos from forty years ago, and they pretty much had a whole couch in the back. Oh, in dude, economy. I, I, I still want a uh, zeppelin. That what they did with those zeppelins. So I was I was really researched this a big time for a while, and uh, I did a okay. lot of work on zeppelins. Okay. I've got some books upstairs, and um, they the the bladders of the zeppelins were made from the intestines of cows and pigs sewn together because okay. they didn't have nylon or, or plastics yeah. or anything like that. Um, everything was hardwood, like cedar and stuff. Can you imagine the weight of this stuff? Yeah. Can you imagine what they would carry now? So the Zeppelins, like we, we think of them, we think of the Hindenburg because that's the big thing that killed it. But the reality was for uh, a good, I think it's 40, 50 years, the the most um, standard mail from Germany at that time to Argentina yeah. was uh, through Zeppelins. They oh. had, had that. And it was going every day, you know, or every week, I think it was actually. Um, and it it cut a journey of a month or two months down to uh, five to seven days. Wow. And I remember reading one of the stories where they were getting to one of the South American countries. I don't want to say it was Argentina. I don't know which one it was. And as they were getting there, there was a revolution. So they just um, stopped, them. stopped and hung out for a week. There was um, a waiting, which you can't do with the plane. They just stood there and waited for a week because they had full restaurant service. They had all the food. They had all beds. They were all good. And they had a party sitting out offshore, if you like, uh, until the coup died down and then they went into the land. Uh, so amazing things. Yeah. Worked with a guy at my last job. His name was Nigel. He was an Englishman. Always looked greasy. Like, always looked like he was covered in grease or something. <laughs> always had crazy stories. Seemed, oh, crazy Nigel. <laughs> yeah, he was an electrician by trade, I think. But he was very clever with cars, and he was always talking about old Range Rovers and all stuff. And we went to, I think we ended up at a pub for Melbourne Cup from memory. And we started talking about something, and somehow he got on to how, Oh, yeah, Sam, I used to build airships. I'm like, what? Yeah, no, that's what I do. I build airships. So I used to in the UK. And he gave me this business card. And he had these YouTube clips on the like some website that looked like it was built 20 years ago. And it was him and some dude. And they had this all these different airships. And some of them were massive. Yeah. Like a whole, like 100 meter long ones. And like, he goes, oh, look at that. And they were, oh. And I have no idea what the business model was with the airships. But I guess it was advertising. Yeah, and it's a shame because I think there's a huge potential to use airships again. So they are less dangerous than airplanes in some respects, right? Okay. Because they don't, they're lighter than air. They don't crash as such, right? Yeah, they just blow up. Well, the Hindenburg <laughs> did because it was filled with hydrogen. Yeah, the reason yeah. it was filled with hydrogen was that helium could only be mined at that stage from the US, and the US would not give helium to the Germany. Germans. So Germany had no choice but uh, to use um, hydrogen. And to give you an idea, back in those days, shoelaces were strings with a little bit of metal on the end. Uh, right? yep. It was a metal clip yep. that held that <coughs> stopped it from fraying. But that, they yep. could create a spark, potentially. So shoelaces were banned on Zeppelins. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that little thing called an aglet? Anyway, carry on. I don't. <laughs> well done. Um, so there was a whole bunch of stuff like that. So, uh, but now we could use helium. Helium does not blow up. It's an inert gas. 
But, um, but, but it, it's only got 70% the lift of hydrogen. But they're running out of helium. They are. So, you know, you're going to destroy the planet so you can have an airship. No, 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 but you can use... uh, The other one. Solar power to to, to run the turbines because of your surface area. Yep. And you're up there. And um, you use way less... um, It would create way less carbon footprint than, than air traffic, so... Okay, so there you go. If you want a business and you want to get into it, airships are the way. Elon Musk, give us a call. Hey, uh, (laughs) that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Sunday or whenever you are listening to this episode. Make sure to go to the Facebook page. Go find the Chris and Sam podcast. Go say hi to Chris and wish him a happy birthday. It fills his day with joy. Because he needs it. Just reminds me how old I am. Um, yeah, don't. So- <laughs> do, 51. If you're wondering, 51, five, and then a one. And if you're female, it's a very young 51. Very young. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. That'd be why I'm single. Um, okay, so yeah, so uh, till next week. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.